Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to this edition of Big Fish Small Pod for Tuesday, November 21st, 2023. And if you are new to the Small Pod, here we like to give you all the information about the Marlins for that particular day all season long in 10 minutes or less. And Marlins fans, I am back again here to give you a new Small Pod, um, the free agent class and potential target fits for your Miami Marlins last episode for catchers this episode is going to be the infield decided to do more on the infield as a whole because it is just a barren place for this free agency class there are are not a lot of top names in the infield market so it'll be better off to do maybe the top players at each position or just a couple players that overall could solidify this marlins infield and the first player we are going to discuss comes from the cleveland guardians last season and that is going to be ahmed rosario you look at ahmed rosario who had just not the best years last season with the Cleveland Guardians, his slash line fell to 265, 306, 369 over his last 412 trips to the plate. And then when you look at his stat cast metrics, they were not great. Defensively, they had him at a way below average, 16 runs, negative 16 runs below average at his DRS, which estimated is around negative 11 runs, which really marks him as one of the worst of his career. He fared a bit better with the Dodgers than when he did with the Guardians. Um, you look at him with the Dodgers, his slugging went up, his OPS went up from a 675 with the Guardians to 709 with the Dodgers. Zario, fair ball down the line. Both runs are going to score. Rosario hustles in the second. Throw skips away. He'll run to third. Five, one, Dodgers. Six for 16 since becoming a Dodger. He was once one of the top prospects in baseball. And this season, he will be only entering his age 28, 28 season. So he still has a lot of things to give to the baseball world. Last season, even with... Those numbers, he still gave up around 15 stolen bases. Home runs went down. Um, 
was a guy that could give you close to 15 home runs at one point back in 2019. Before that, he had two straight years of 11 home runs. And for the Marlins, I really like this fit just because it will not cost as much. And with Ahmed Rosario, it's a guy who can play shortstop. He can even fill in at second base for Luis Arise. And the Marlins, they need a shortstop badly. I understand Vidal Brujan, but he is not going to be the guy, especially this right now. As of right now, I would not start Vidal Without Brujan as my starting shortstop for the Marlins. I think Ahmed Rosario um, will be just, I don't want to say that expensive. This is someone that you might have to give two years to. Maybe the same around range that the Marlins gave Gene Segura. But I will be more um, obliged, obliged to give that type of money to Ahmed Rosario. Around two years, maybe $20 million. You are getting a right-handed infielder that at his peak can give you some plus offense and you know, modest power and just really great offensive productivity, um, which otherwise looking at it, really below average for the Marlins. So that's one player I would look at, Ahmed Rosario. The next player is a player that's been linked to the Marlins, it seems like, every year for the last couple of years, whether it's a trade, whether it's he's just going to sign with the Marlins, and that is Justin Turner. Now, I believe 38 years old, 39 going into next season. He's turning 38 in just a couple of days uh, on November 23rd. So happy early birthday to you, Justin Turner, if you're listening to this. But be 39 on his coming up season and a guy that you may not want to have um, defensively. It would just be very difficult um, for him to just maintain that type of defense at his age. And obviously with um, Jake Berger, who would more than likely eat up all that space that with Justin Turner, he would have to be the long-term DH for that season. But I believe the Marlins really are a fit. This is a guy who offensively, if you're going to give you home runs, um, home runs, and even to give you offensive productivity, which the Marlins have desperately needed. And you can put him at DH, obviously not the same effect that the Marlins have had with Jorge Soler, but this is a guy that you could put there with DH. You can platoon him at times to third base. And you can also play second and first base. So someone who could cover the entire infield except shortstop, which can help the Marlins look at in the long term. You know, guys may go down. Guys may get hurt. And, of course, you can have a veteran like Justin Turner who can also help and mentor the other guys. Imagine, you know, Justin Turner just helping out Jake Berger at that position. And you, you look at Justin Turner last season – with the Red Sox, he had a really good year. You, you look at his his year there. Um, he had a two war, according to baseball reference, which is really great for a guy who's on that season was 38 years old. He had 23 home runs, the most since 2021. Um, just really great stuff you see from him at, at Boston. 800 OPS. His slugging his highest since two since 2021. His on-base percentage at 345. Um, he's not going to give you what he used to do with the Dodgers and give you that high batting average and high on-base percentage. The on-base percentage has been going down um, ever since 2020, 2019 to now last season, 455. But again, someone that can help the Marlins offensively like Justin Turner, I, I believe, will, will benefit the team more than it does badly um and it, again with the money you're going to give him again oh, like the gene segura contract a bit but i think you're better off just giving um justin turner a one 
a one-year deal, maybe around $12, $15 million. And I believe it, it will be worth it. If anything, um, things don't work out well for the Marlins, knock on wood, next season that's someone, again, you can always trade at the deadline and recover some of the money and get some prospect capital. And you look at some of his defensive stuff, his ratings have dipped uh, from above average, just a little bit below when you look at the end of his Dodgers tenures. And then when you go at Boston, you got um, Rafael Devers, Manning third base, and he really played designated hitter or first base. So you're not going to pencil him in for 900 whatever innings at third base. So he would most likely be the DH. And for the last player, really quickly, left in the minute left, Tim Anderson. Yes, the one time it seemed like one of the best players in baseball back in 2020, um, seventh in MVP, silver slugging, 2021, 22, and he just everything went down a hill in 2023. OPS went down, slugging, OBP, both in the 200s, OPS a 582, OPS plus went from 109 in 22 to 60, 60 in 2023. Just one of the biggest falloffs we've seen in quite a while from Tim Anderson and a guy who's never going to give you that great a defense. He had really good defense early in his career, 2018, 17, um, 19, and almost negative one defensive war. And with Tim Anderson, you're going to have you have to put him maybe on uh, with shortstop there and just make sure that he can get it done. Um, I, I believe Tim Anderson, again, you can't give him a long-term deal. I believe this is someone, again, he's also 30 years old. A one-year deal might be right for Tim Anderson, just almost like a prove-it deal. We've seen these in like an NBA and NFL. And with Tim Anderson, again, just the metrics have not looked good at all last season. Just an abysmal season for him. Um, he's always been almost a ground ball hitter. Um, we look at last season, it was a personal high for him, around 61%. And he has interest from other teams. You've seen everything that's happened to him, everything with him and Jose Ramirez earlier last season, which might be a factor in his market. But I, I believe his track record should give him other opportunities with teams. Um, his stat cast was not good. His DRS pegged him 16 runs below average, so not great there. But if the Marlins can relatively get him under $10 million, if they can get him on a one-year $8 million, nine, maybe the most Barnes could possibly do is $11 million. But this is a guy that's also that's going to go out there and prove it. But if you do get that Tim Anderson that was an all-star, that was an MVP candidate, and you get him from anywhere 8 to $12 million, then that's a home run. That is a, that is a signing you make 10 times out of 10. And that's going to be my infield targets. Ahmed Rosario. Justin Turner, Tim Anderson. This has been Big Fish, Small Pod, always go fish.